Radio. This is your host, the main host, the man with the plan, Super Vegan Brian. Yes, I sound like a morning talk show guy because I hate hosting, so I am going all out because Special Mikey isn't here because he had to do to go to a wedding. Wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Hello, Hindu Anthony. Hey, what's up? Nothing much, except we have a very special guest today. Um, we we have the person who introduced introduced us to Odin the Allfather, Alice Mayfair, <laughs> aka Nightville Bunny, aka the Painted Bunny. Hello, Alice. Hello, Brian. That's a lot of names, Alice. Hmm. That's a lot of names. Some would it's say it's not even. Some Sorry. would say it's almost like Daenerys Targaryen from the <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Like you have a lot of names. It's not even all my names. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Mother of dragons. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your nerdy? Oh, God. My nerdy is Night Vale, clearly, and Supernatural and Disney. So we have talked about Supernatural a little bit about on the show. We've definitely talked about Disney. We did a whole episode on it. <laughs> tell us what Night Vale is. Night Vale is a desert community radio show. Well, Night Vale is a desert community. Night Welcome to Night Vale is their radio show. The best way to describe it is it's a different dimensional world. It's our Earth, but a very different Earth. And there's a little gap someplace along the line where you end up falling through into Night Vale or coming out into what we consider Earth. So every once in a while, they will have something like They'll have an intern who is from Michigan, and they've never heard of Michigan. They don't know what that is. And it's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a story. And it's like a phenomenon that's been going on for a while that a lot of people are real into. Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) Had I told you about this before, Anthony? No. This sounds really neat. Yeah, it's... Okay, so I'll share it from my perspective. You got this creepy radio host saying weird shit as if it's real, and it's... Really high production, really cool stuff. And then there, every once in a while, there's guests and they're talking about this like bizarre Cthulian town. Mm-hmm. It's very Lovecraft, yes. Yes. I love Lovecraft stuff. Good books. Not a good person, but good books. <laughs> I don't know about the good person stuff. We need to talk more about that. I don't know much about H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, but, but. He was a really bad racist. But for, whoa, that's enough. that's all i need to hear about that (laughs) we're gonna have a lot to talk about today we're actually doing a no topic show which means we're all gonna pick the topics that we talk about that is thrilling our guest alice by totally putting her on the spot oh god yes (laughs) i'm really really enjoying this kid tell but before we get into that for before we get into that We're going to play our favorite game, What's Nerdy With You? And for those first listening to our podcast, What's Nerdy With You? is where we all share the nerdiest thing we did this week. And at the end, we all vote on who had the nerdiest thing. And as usual, we always ask our guest first. Alice, what is the nerdiest thing you did this week? There's two of them. 
One is um, supernatural related in that I made an apple pie for my dean and I'm sending it from California to Pennsylvania. I think it's Pennsylvania. And that ha- that got shipped out this week. And the other is um, that I low-key cosplayed or Disney bound for a fan event at my local one of my local movie theaters for Beauty and the Beast. See, I kind of got whiff of your apple pie thing. I didn't realize what was going on. So you're actually shipping it to uh, uh, I'm going to we've mentioned her on the show before. Um, you are talking about Sydney. Yes. Who is shut the fuck up Doug's friend. from one of our previous episodes where we all made sure doug shut thoroughly the fuck up (laughs) but you're you're actually how how do you ship an apple pie it's a pain and a half which is why it's taken this long i promised it to her around christmas oh wow you have to freeze it thoroughly you have to get some dry ice find a box that the pie will fit in that will also fit styrofoam and stack styrofoam, ice, pie, more styrofoam, and then pray to God that it doesn't get stuck somewhere for three weeks. Oh my gosh, I want my <laughs> I want my girlfriend to send me bagels. So now I know how to do that. Heather, I'm, you know how to send me bagels now. Send me bagels, please. <laughs> and bagels wouldn't need it. Bagels wouldn't need the ice because they are not something that's going to slide around and come apart. They would just keep. Yeah. Okay then. I want See? bagels. I am using my podcast for evil. Uh, The funny thing is, is we're recording this episode early. So I'm actually going to be in Portland where the gluten free bagels are when this episode comes out, when this episode comes out. So ship yourself some bagels. Yes, I'm going to ship myself some bagels. So, so if that was, if that was a ship, would that be (laughs) bagelian? If I'm shipped with bagels? I think it would be Bry Bagel. Bry Bagel? Bry Bagel. Yes. Bry Bagel. I like Bry Bagel. Bry Bagel. Nobody do any fan art of what the Brian Bagel ship looks like, please. Oh, I'm. I'm, I'm, (laughs) I want to see Brian Bagel babies. See, your your stopping point was right before you said, nobody do this thing to Crowley. See, what you heard (laughs) is it's a podcast technique. Where you get people to participate in the podcast by telling them not to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to see these these mm-hmm. art. I'm just hoping nobody does a painting of me fucking a bagel. Oh my god. <laughs> I wish I could paint. I would. How do you feel about watercolor? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out if I kept that when the episode comes out. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> well, hey, Brian, what's nerdy with you? <laughs> what is nerdy with me is you are part of this, actually. You weren't aware oh. that it was the nerdy thing I did this week, but you were part of this. So I, I didn't include Alice. I should have. So I watched a BuzzFeed video where they talked about, they asked the question around the workplace, is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh. And I started calling message, calling and messaging friends and asking them that question because I was fascinated. Um not because it's just a question with the dual, with a dual answer where some people where people are either for it vehemently or they're against it. There aren't that many people that are like, I don't care. There are very few. Most people are like, no, it's not. Or, yeah, it is. And people will argue over this stupid thing. So I got real into that because a while back I listened to a crack podcast where they talked about 
why people argue over stupid stuff. And it has to do with like a psychological reason why when something is really simple, you can understand it. So it's easier to hold a really strong opinion on it, where if something's really complicated, you're probably not going to argue about it because that argument would require too much effort. It's sort of like toilet paper over or toilet paper under. It's really simple. I wonder where I would fall in saying it's a burrito. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's, oh, that's outside of the box thinking right there. You could do that as like a team building exercise at work where you ask people this question and put them in categories based on what they say. Mm-hmm. And there's that one person who's like, it's a burrito. And you're like, you're the out of the box thinker. So after asking the hot dog question, I went on to, and I'm, I already did this for Anthony, so I'm going to do this for you. Is cheese on bread a sandwich? That depends how you layer it. Well, if you just take two pieces of bread and put cheese in the middle, is it a sandwich? I would say yes. Yeah. And then I'm trying to make a point here, so don't don't try to break my analogy. Don't try to break my point. Feel free to. Um, <laughs> if you take one of the pieces of bread off, is that still a sandwich? Because it'd be like an open space sandwich, right? Yeah, it would. Yeah. So then you're saying pizza is a sandwich. You can fold it, so yes. Oh, my God. Zip actually <laughs> said yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> Anthony discussed it with me instead of argued. It actually took some of the fun out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't really fight with him. I was just like, I don't think it is. And then he showed me the definition of a sandwich. And I was like, oh, pizza's a sandwich. <laughs> um, Heather, on the other hand, I started asking her the questions. And she immediately said, I think this is a trap. I'm going to stop. <laughs> she knows you too well yeah she's the smartest of all of us so what's yours anthony mine um so i got really into that show the magicians that i know you counts. talked about it that hmm? and alice i told you about this show but you haven't watched it yet right i've watched a couple of episodes i haven't had a chance to catch up you made it all the way to the end of season one no anthony oh i'm i'm getting close to finishing season catching up to season two. Oh, cool it's just so good. It's Harry Potter meets Narnia meets Degrassi meets Gossip Girl meets Pretty The way I've explained it is it's literally Harry Potter in college. It is. Like, that's just imagine if Harry Potter happened, but instead of a high school, they all went to college. And so add in all this shit that happens at college, you know, the drugs and the sex and the drinking and all that. And then magic. <laughs> Well, there is magic in Harry Potter. Exactly. Okay. The show is really inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. There are things I, on that show that I have trouble talking about on this podcast. And also, it heads a little more into my territory then. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I would agree. You took a shit in the wellspring. <laughs> well, all right. You know how we feel about spoilers here. We don't really care. Um, so... I'll put a spoiler alert in the description. You could probably skip a minute and ahead and mix it, miss it. But um, there, at the end of season one, a girl drinks. Do you mind this, Alice? No, I don't mind. A girl it's drinks an entire <laughs> glass of uh, cum from a god. Okay, yeah, maybe I mind. <laughs> Not on it being it's a spoiler. <laughs> it, yeah. Oh, well, it makes her strong. Yeah, it works. I yeah, mean, she it, gets jacked up on, on God juice. Yes. Yes, that is what happened. Uh, that is the only spoiler I'll give from The Magicians. My, I will say it's a really good show. What would you think of it, Anthony? 
Oh, it's a great show. Um, I'm really upset, though, because we have Dish, and for some reason, it's like the on-demand of Dish Network. I, I can't remember what it's called. It's, fuck, I don't remember what it's called, but it's basically like on-demand. So I was watching season two, episode one, two, three, four, five, six, eight. What? Where's episode seven? Oh. I don't know. Not there. And I don't want to watch episode eight without watching episode seven. I hate and it I'm when just, that happens. I'm stuck. I'm like, I don't know what to do about this. Go to the sci-fi app and watch it there. Uh, I have to ask my grandfather for his password to type it into the thing. Oh, yeah, because you need to say that you're on dish. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Well, it is voting time as usual. Um, I think I'm going to vote for myself. Screw it. (laughs) No, it's not. I've been voting for the guest every single time. I love you, Alice. I absolutely love you, Alice, but I'm voting for myself this time. Okay. What about you, Alice? (sighs) I'm going to be the dick and vote for myself. Yay. You are a terrible person, too. We can be terrible people together. Yeah. Anthony. I want to not be terrible and vote for Alice. Alice wins. Just to spite Brian. Well, (laughs) because Alice voted for... Oh, it doesn't spite me. I love Alice. I'm glad she... No, it does a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I I felt like mine was a little weak this week, but just because it wasn't really impressive, but it was really the nerdiest thing I've done in a long time because I really was like obsessed with this whole is a hot dog a sandwich thing. It's pretty impressive. What Brian's topic is going to be. The whole entire episode. That's all we're going to talk about is what's a sandwich. We are here to chat about stuff and do a just a episode where we BS and have a little bit of a nerdy parking lot conversation. I might as well go first. One thing I've been wanting to bring up for a while is when we did our podcast episode a while back, I didn't talk about the Station Wagon podcast. There's a podcast for everything, isn't there? Yeah, uh, well, it has nothing to do with station wagons. <laughs> there probably is one, though, for station wagons. It, so the station wagon podcast is a family-friendly one. So you, you can, uh, you, you, I would like encourage you to listen to it with kids. It's not kids only, but I mean, it's fun. It's a brother and sister team where they pick a topic that's something that we take for granted like forks or sitting or something like that. They talk about it for half of the episode where the brother brings up the history of the thing. They talk about what the thing is. And then the sister talks about the science of the thing. They go to a break. They play some punk rock music. They play some recordings talking about the thing. Then like from like customer call-ins and stuff like that. I mean, sorry, listener call-ins and stuff like that. Then they give up the thing for two weeks. They come back. They talk about what it was like to give it up. And that, might not sound like much, but they have covered pants on this show. They have covered checking your phone. Checking your phone? Yeah, like giving up looking at your phone for two weeks. Wow. Giving up pants for two weeks was a really interesting one, being that there's a guy on the show, so he wore a kilt for two weeks, and it was neat to hear him talk about his experience. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I, I really like it. They don't do... A whole lot. I mean, they do like an episode every month or so, or maybe every two months, just because each week is a two-week production. Yeah, it takes so long just to get everything going. Mm-hmm. As of now, this episode is actually going up far in the future. Our episode is actually going up about a month now. But so by the time you hear this, the Station Wagon podcast, this episode is probably already live. But their next episode is going to be on humor. 
So they're going to give up humor for two weeks. Oh, geez, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do it. There's no way. I'd break. Okay, are they not allowed to listen to humorous things, or are they allowed, or are they not allowed to be humorous? They set the rules in the episode. Okay. They gave up music in one, and the rule was they weren't allowed to hum to themselves or listen to music on purpose. If they couldn't control it, it was a fine. If they could control it, they either had to turn it off or leave the room. Oh, jeez. They said it was incredibly hard to do. Yeah. Um, oh. and it, but it was positive for them because it showed them how much they appreciate music. It was really cool. And I, I, I really like the show a lot. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really Brian's good. mentioned this show before. I need to check it out. I, I've been talking about it behind the scenes quite a bit. And I've been, I, I, I had it on my list when we were doing the podcast episode. And I just forgot. So, yeah, it, it's a good one. All right. Eeny, meeny, miny, Alice. Yes. What do you got to talk about? Very little. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We put you on the spot to be here. You want to talk about Supernatural? Oh, I could talk about anything Supernatural, probably. Just don't give me a freaking trivia test. All right. I'm going to bring up a topic that we've never talked about the show before. Uh, we've we've kind of made references to it, but we've never talked about it. You ready for this, Anthony? Oh, dear God. Let's talk about shipping. <laughs> Are we shipping Sam and Dean? Because that's just creepy. Um, some people ship Sam and Dean. I don't... Yeah. I, I, I think it's odd. I don't really understand it. Yeah, Wincest. Why? Why? <laughs> um, there is a very popular ship in one of the supernatural groups I'm a member of. We have a um the way I know Alice is we're in a I met her on the Supernatural Live Watch that happens every Friday connected to the Supernatural Road So Far podcast. Yep. And um we we met actually oddly because you joined the live watch early when Heather and I were watching a movie and you stayed and watched with us. I did. And because I'd seen what time it was. And so when I went to open rabbit and saw that you were active, I was like, oh, we must have set the room up early <laughs> and, and we, popped in. We invited her to stay with us and she watched our movie on our date night with us. She even stayed <laughs> after the show and watched the rest of the movie with us. Well, that's really nice. Yeah, it was fun. So. We're in this online chat thing. There's a lot of background noise going on. Okay, it stopped. Um, we're in this online chat thing where people talk about ships constantly. I'm basically surrounded with fangirls. I am the only fangirls. I am the only guy in this group. And a very popular thing for them to talk about is Destiel. Yes, because it's canon. <laughs> All right. I have never Shots have been fired. I Somebody's have, going to explode. I have never said this on the podcast before. I'm going to make it personal. Sydney, Destiel is not canon. <laughs> <laughs> a little shout out to Sydney once again. I was feeling there's a person oh. somewhere out there yelling, going, Yes, it is. Screw you, Brian. That would be Sydney. But who is canon, Brian? Meg Steele. Yes! I am a Meg Steele shipper. I am proud of being a Meg Steele shipper. As let's say, didn't they actually, like, have sex? No, they made out. Yeah, they, they made out. out. That's right, it was, yeah. They made out, and she was very clear that she was in love with him. And they yeah. did a really sad thing where, you know, she called him a unicorn, and then she died, and it was crazy. And, you know, and the brothers are friends with Crowley now, which is weird because he killed Meg. But I guess she That's... was a demon, so it's okay. I didn't know they were friends now. I'm I'm not caught up on the current season. Oh so. no, spoilers! 
They're not really. It's that's more like fan fiction type stuff. Well, I think that's been going on for a while, though. I mean, ever since Dean went all like had his moment where he was a demon for a while. I just want to say I'm not really spoiling anything. They're not really friends. That's just something we say. It's kind of like um, when they saw Castiel as more of a tool than a friend. That's how they see Crowley. Is he's he's a tool in their arsenal. Yes. Mm. And Crowley's willing to help as long as he gets him something. Spoilers, Castiel is their friend now. <laughs> I don't know how far behind you are. You're at the end of season 11, aren't you? Well, I'm I'm as caught up as Netflix lets me be, so I think I'm literally just a season behind you guys. We haven't spoiled yep. anything. Yeah. Okay, so if, if gun to head, Anthony, if you had to pick a ship on Supernatural, who would you pick? Hmm. Hmm. Aiden is really interested in this subject. I know. I think I'm going to have to go check on him soon. <laughs> I like Meg Steel too, actually. Yay! I'm going to go check up on, on little guy because he was asleep. Now he's awake. So I need to figure out why that happened. Alex, yes. maybe Meg Steel is a guy thing and Destiel is a girl thing. I think that might be it. That's not my official opinion. That's based on two pieces of data. Yes. <laughs> a very limited pool. Um, you know, something that has been cracking me up is, is all of the item fic that Sydney has been finding for us after live watches. They usually aren't around for those. I've heard about the balloon. Yes. But I don't, I don't ask questions when you start talking about that stuff. <laughs> my, my general opinion is girls are really dirty and filthy and I don't want to be part of those conversations. <laughs> you would be correct, sir. <laughs> It's such a weird chat room to be for me to be a member of. So I keep it muted most of the time and I pop in. And then if I see red flags, then I pop out. And then if I don't see any red flags, I participate. Have you, when you were a teenager, did you ever have that whole, when girls have their sleepover, you want to be a fly on the wall type thing? No, I tend, I, I tended to, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have an opinion about it either way. Because you're basically invited to a sleepover is what's going on. I I don't know. I never really thought about it either way. I didn't have a lot of friends when I was a kid. It's <laughs> <laughs> sort of the whole origin of the nerd stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I had, when I was a kid, I had the same two close friends I have now. My closest friends, not Anthony and Michael are my best friends too, but... Um, yeah, we are. Yeah, but... Um, I've had the same I've had I've had the same best friend since I was 12. Wow, that's beautiful. That's crazy. You didn't know Sandro and I've known each other that long? Oh shit, Sandro. Duh. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually met in a Dungeons and Dragons group. That's not surprising. Yeah. He was our GM. He's really good GM too. Is he still a good GM or are you better now? We just haven't played in a long time with him GMing. I've GM more than he has. Mm. Um, he still has maintained his world building for the world he plays. He could he could easily run games in it. He he was he his hobby is world building. World building is so fun. I like world building. So I guess I'll come up with a nerd topic. Okay, so this is something I don't even think you know about me, Brian. But before I started majoring in child development and wanted to be a teacher, I actually for the longest time wanted to become an entomologist. And is I that, think that would be really... Is that bugs? Huh? Yes. Yeah, okay. Science, bugs and insects. <laughs> That's cool. 
What made you interested so, in that? Okay, so ever since I was a little kid, I played with bugs and insects a lot. Like a lot. Too many times. Put them in cages. I would have my mom write journal notes about them. I always did like weird experiments where I'd take like jars of like water and stick bugs in them and be like, I wonder which bugs will last the longest. Or I'd put <laughs> a whole bunch of different ones of like different species in the cage and be like, I wonder which ones, what, what will happen when they all like have to like live together in this small contained area. This is, this starting to sound less sciencey and more serial killery. It is. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I used to want to be an entomologist. I, I really like them. So I thought that would be really neat. If we could talk about entomology for a little bit. What do you know about entomology? Well, I found out that it's not as nearly a fun of a job as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Is it putting samples on slides all day? Well, I thought it was going to be like, oh, man, I get to travel the world and and see all the different bugs from across the world and maybe discover new species. No, it's mostly like most of them kind of get this job just kind of, hey, there's a bunch of bugs on this land we want dead. Figure out how much poison it's going to take to kill them all. Or, hey, we want to build a building here. Tell us if there's any, like, endangered species that we can't kill. It's a lot of, it's a lot of just, like, kind of just doing work that isn't really bug related, but mostly just stuff for other people. Childhood dreams crushed. Do you yeah, know anything about entomology, Alice? This is like dead air for me. I <laughs> don't really know anything about entomology, but I did have the same kind of fascination with bugs as a kid. When I think about entomology, like from my point of view, I think of um, procedural cop shows because they always have a guy in this, in the, in the, um, CSI lab that's an entomologist like the main guy on CSI what is his name Griffin Grisham Grisham and um, Hodgins on Bones and they always Mm -hmm. have an entomologist because Mm -hmm. entomology is connected to forensic investigation yeah it's a really good way to determine how long a body's been deceased for is like well how many maggots are there how many Mm -hmm. eggs were laid how much like all that pretty good way to figure it out Oh, that actually is a great segue. Can we talk about murder? Yes. Love murder. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's talk about murder. No, I mean, um, like murder podcasts and murder shows and stuff like that. You ever watch murder shows? I'm really excited about this. You know, like true crime. <laughs> Everybody always is like, oh, it's so creepy and morbid because he gets excited about true crime. But true crime is interesting. It is. I don't really watch those things. I, um, my wife does, and I'm always kind of like, she hates horror movies, but she'll watch the true crime stuff, and I'm like, one of those things is real, and the other one isn't, and <laughs> are, one of these things bothers you, and it's not the fake, and it's and it's not the real thing. Are you a murderino, Alice? I am, in fact, a murderino. Yes, that's awesome. That's where I met Kara, my Suze. Oh yay! Hi, Suze. If hey, you're listening, Suze. Um, Suze is Kara. No, what is a Suze? <laughs> that's her. That's her nickname. Yeah. I'm oh, okay. Suze. I thought that was like a term that I didn't understand. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's like Suze is Kara. No, I was like, I was like, oh, that must be a different way of saying significant other that I'm not aware of. <laughs> Two days before this episode goes live, I'm going to get to meet her in person. Yep. Hopefully. And I am so jealous. Because I haven't met her yet. But we're hoping to go to a Supernatural Con together this we year have, and next year. We have so many online friends. Yes. So, murder, murder. 
Um, so a murderino, if you don't know Anthony or listeners, is a fan of the My Favorite Murder podcast. Yep. And I talked about that in the podcast episode. I also like Dead Things a lot. Have you ever listened to that one? No. That one focuses more on death in a supporting environment, like being okay with talking about death. Mm. Um, I like, I like that, that one a lot. That's a good one. That And Anthony had a really ill, that's morbid vibe when I told him about it the last time. But I want to reiterate that that show is all about coping with death in your life. It's a great show. That is awesome. So since Brian wants to talk about murder, I got a good one. You got a story about murder? Um, kind of. Yeah. It also has to do with English and really making my teacher question her decision making. You murdered your teacher because she screwed up your English? No. Paper? So, she did you wrong? Because you were uh, talking about killing bugs earlier. So I'm yeah. The sophomore year, I had a teacher, an uh, English teacher in high school who had this idea of she has this idea every year of basically you get to pick whatever subject you want as your final project and that's what you do it on and i was like i want to do mine on jeffrey dahmer oh <laughs> oh my gosh that movie disturbed me so bad no no not the movie the person i know you're talking about the person but i immediately okay. think of the movie because i'm a nerd i don't watch the movie <laughs> i i i read a lot about him that's what i did all right so tell us more so I did all this research about Jeffrey Dahmer, like a lot of research for like a good month. Like I'm literally just a high school student walking around reading books about Jeffrey Dahmer. It was very strange. And so I do the um, the project and it's going really well. Like I'm the, the students in the classroom are very intrigued. They're like, wow, this is really this is really exciting. And I got some good jokes in there that made people laugh and. Anytime I say something uh, and I'm about to like, I'm about to explain on something that's really gross, the teacher's like, nope, 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 skip, 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 next topic. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the whole thing, you know, it's all question time. And I had students like asking questions like, oh, what about this? What about that? So one student was like, raises her hand. I'm like, yeah, what's she's like, what's um, what's necrophilia? <laughs> I was like, oh, necrophilia. Teacher's like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and answer that. Go, go on, go on. That's I awesome. even had a, a poster board with like um pictures of crime scenes that happened like at the scene of his apartment. I got a really good grade on that report. Oh, that's fantastic. Another friend of mine, she did something very similar. She did her report on Elizabeth Bathory. Oh. That name sounds familiar. Um, is, um the woman who Based in the blood of virgins. Oh yeah, yeah, Possibly. the vampire. Yes. Yep. Teacher now ha- that teacher now has a rule that you're not allowed to do reports on murderers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like she specifically made that a rule afterwards. She was just like, "This had never occurred before." So you guys ruined it for everybody else. <laughs> if we're talking about school assignments, I'm going to talk about the craziest school assignment I ever did. Um, I was in a sociology class in college, and we had to do what was called um, breaching social boundaries, uh, breaching social norms, bring, breaching social norms. You had to do something in public that was against normative society, and then document your findings. Hmm. And some of the samples of things people did was like go through the drive-through backwards and have to lean across the car, like in reverse. 
Oh, wow. Like you go through the drive through the normal way, and then you have to reach across the car to the other side. Huh. And they did it to like 50 different drive throughs and documented what people's reactions were. Wow. It's like Misha Collins took that class or something because <laughs> that's, that's, this was in a nutshell. <laughs> it's a very common sociology assignment. The, another student went to Disneyland, went all the waited online, got all the way to the front of the line, and then just waited there and let people buy her. Like after you, after you. That's, yeah. Yeah. That would mess me up. One of the more interesting ones was um, a guy dirtied up his clothes and actually lived homeless for, um, lived like a homeless person for like an entire week and documented his findings. He did sleep at home. He didn't sleep on the street, but he, because sleeping wouldn't have gotten the right amount of findings because it wasn't about your experience being homeless. It was about other people's reactions. Mm Mm-hmm. Technically, that's illegal. So he got he got stopped by the cops. He had to sh- he didn't have his ID with him, so he had to he had to show them that he had money in his pocket. Wow! To prove that he wasn't homeless because they were harassing him and trying to get him to leave an area, and he wasn't breaking any laws. So it was kind of interesting. So what I did, I wanted to go a little outside the box with it. So I actually found a random chat room online, and I spent an entire day opening private chats with people and asking them for their phone number. (laughs) You would be shocked how many I got. I got, I, I, now I'm going to get my numbers wrong because it's a long time ago and I don't have the paper anymore, Mm -hmm. but I want to say I did about 300 and I got about 90 phone numbers. Wow. That's like a 30% success rate. Holy shit. Yeah. So what I did was I went in and I said, I, I went to chat and I immediately said, hey, can I have your phone number? And almost always the answer was why. There were very few ignores. It was always why. And I said, because chat online is impersonal and I would like to talk to you on the phone. And, Damn, smooth. And I, I, it, was, it blew my mind because the first one I did, they said, okay. <laughs> and I had a nice talk. I didn't have any creepy talks in the entire thing. Wow. They should talk to the people. Yeah, I had full conversations with them. I didn't just huh. call them and then hang up or not call them. There was a podcast like that. I don't know if it's still around, but I used to listen to it where he, he it was the reverse. He put out his phone number and during a certain time of day, he would set up his recording and whoever called, he kept them on the phone for an hour and just chatted with them. And there was no question he wouldn't answer. That's really cool. Yeah. Kind of like opening up your DM on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You get you get lots of spam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or doing something stupid like putting up your home address. <laughs> oh mm, bad idea. Yeah, don't dox yourself. <laughs> or or let people swat you. Yeah. Did you hear about that? That happened uh, again recently. I guess some some Twitch streamer got swatted this week. Are you familiar with the subject of swatting, Alice? Nope. So explain this, Anthony. Okay, so swatting is a pretty popular thing that some people do, mostly to Twitch streamers because they like to watch it happen live. So the idea is, um, you're you're a trolly asshole, and you're you have some kind of like gripe with some video gamer streamer. It's not always gamers, I'm sure, but they seem to be the biggest targets. And um, so you, the asshole like get into their account and figure out their address uh, doing hacking stuff. 
and then call the nearby police of the area where they live, telling the police, I'm going to kill my family or I'm going to go kill my coworkers or something. I built this bomb and uh-huh. I, I, you know, this is my address, blah, blah, blah. And the SWAT team gets sent and they kind of raid these people's houses live on like Twitch sometimes. Holy shit. Like that's the yeah. level of crawliness that I don't even get to. Yeah, it's super illegal and, and is really bad. I think I think one kid actually got caught swatting and he got a really bad prison sentence. I think the judge um tried um charged him for attempted murder because I think that's a pretty easy argument to make. Yeah. yeah. They're sending people with guns into someone's place. Mm-hmm. I, I'm curious about what kind of things they tell the cops to get them to swat the address. Like, what do they say? That there's a group of people with guns cooking meth in this house? Who knows? I'm not trying to learn how to do it. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, from what I heard, the most common thing is, oh, this person's going to kill their family or just building a bomb. Th- those are the common ones. Yeah, it seems like a bomb would work. I, I have to confess, I have watched a few of those videos just to be entertained. Oh, no. Because it it's pretty amazing. I've watched, like, top ten times people got swatted, top ten crazy things that have happened on stream. The There were a few that were hard to watch, like when the guy broke into the girl's house and held her at gunpoint. Jesus. Yeah, while she was while she was streaming. And then he, he took stuff and left. Yeah, pretty terrifying. Yeah. They caught I, the guy I, because I, of the stream. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I think I've heard of this one. It's pretty crazy, though. So, yeah, so that happened again this week, I guess. It was a pretty shitty thing. Who got do- who got swatted? Uh, I have no idea who the name of the person is. Uh, I could look it up later and to let you know, Brian, and you can put it in, like, the... Yeah, that's okay. I'll be good this time, and I won't, I won't be entertained by someone's bad thing that happened to them. Oh, you just want to look it up, I see. I just wanted to see it. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you know, it's important that we shat- dance with our shadows. You know, I'm asking to be swatted right now. I just realized that. Yeah, you basically are. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be really fun for anyone that would want to because it, it's a podcast, so they wouldn't be able to see it. Most yeah. of them like it, like they do it to Twitch streamers because then they get to watch it. They'd have to know when we were recording and... It wouldn't be really entertaining, even because it would just be one of us because we record on Skype. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's just, yeah. It, it, I don't think it. I don't think they get their kicks out of that very well. And then also, you know, you don't have to publish the episodes, so it would serve them <laughs> absolutely zero purpose. Yeah, yeah, because we record. I if I mean if everything turned out okay, I probably would though. Yeah, I can, I can see it. you putting that up. Yeah, you, you're that kind of person here, like, man, good content. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I always say, if it whatever happens, turn it into content. Th- this is a fun subject. Then we could go on to the internet trolls. I don't want to talk about that. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, Brian, you're such a wuss. Oh, okay, what? You, uh, all right, I'll give you a chance. How? So, one of my favorite internet trolls is on the episode with us right now. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, she she mentions oh being Crowley. That's what she's talking about. Is trolling people only now, the Mega Coven? I troll people, but I only troll people I know. I only troll the Mega Coven. Yeah, I'm not just going into random groups and shouting obscenities. Kill yourself, I guess, yeah. things like that. No, 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 I'm 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 telling the Mega Coven that Destiel's not canon. 
Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're more um, sadistic, less hateful. Although some hate me because in of the, the live, things that I say. In the live watch, I periodically troll everybody by putting up a picture of someone getting their fingernail ripped off. Yes, and oh, it makes you want to beat your head in. <laughs> oh my god, why would you do that? Because <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> uh, uh, the reactions you get are why I say shit and become Crowley. Uh, oh. Can I give a quick shout out to my Dean? You can shout out. Didn't we just do that? I just want Daffo Dean not to honk his ween. Oh my god. <laughs> what are you talking about? Now it's don't ask. for all time. Don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> okay, go ahead and ask. I'm going to put my fingers <laughs> over my ears. Yeah, I, what are you talking about? After Live Watch, we have taken up this thing of finding the most insane fanfics that are out there and having Sydney read them out to us over Rabbit. And oh it gosh. gets pretty hysterical. And one of them was an object fic where the characters are objects or it, it, it got super weird. But there was a Daffodeen and they cast the Bumblebee. And that was the fic. There was another one where um, somebody was writing the most insane scene I have ever seen anywhere. But he misfires and honks his ween is how they put it. <laughs> so that has become one of my standard. I'm going to torture my Dean is I post in the group, Daffo Dean, don't honk your ween. Oh my oh. God. So I've talked about the live watch before. So every week on Fridays, I around um, 6 p.m. specific time, around 545, um, I, I put a link to a rabbit chat, a rabbit chat room where rabbit is a service. You can watch videos together. I do this on the supernatural road. So far podcast group and anybody who wants to join can, now, this is how I've described it before. I just say it's a live watch and we all watch Supernatural together. This is mm. what it really is, Anthony. It's nine drunk fangirls and me. Yep. <laughs> and we watch the episode and everybody's really good and quiet during the episode. They type in the chat, but then they've been drinking through the whole show. So after the show, we all turn our mics on and talk and it gets weird. <laughs> It's yeah, so I can imagine. Um, okay, so you guys told your trolling moments. I guess I should tell my craziest trolling moments. Yes, share the pain. So have you guys ever heard of that website, Plenty of Fish? Yes. Yes. So one time I made a fake account on there to mess with people. So I made this fake account that I was this cute, adorable Asian lady. Oh my god, you were catfishing. But I wasn't really bad. Like, I'm not, I wasn't like drawing people along to fall in love. Like, I, I, I wasn't trying to like hurt people. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you were just making an account because it was funny. So, and this was the idea was okay, cute, adorable Asian lady. And when the guys come to hit on me, I'm going to tell them like she's into the weirdest, most fucked up stuff they could imagine. So to see. It was a. You wanted to see if they would keep on chatting. Oh, my God. And most of them didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Kid, no, I'm not asking for an example. <laughs> I don't care if you ask for one. I'm editing it out even if he shares it. It's, I, I don't put anything on the show that makes my girlfriend puke. <laughs> oh, I have some pretty bad ones. No. Really bad ones. Okay, no. I gotta know. 
You know what? You know what, Anthony? Oh, it's so bad. You know what, Anthony? What? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. How does it feel fun. to be on the receiving end of that? Yeah, I don't care. It, it's probably not as <laughs> bad as anything that Asian lady would go through. It was, it was great. It was amazing. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That was you. No, oh, that would have been that would have been so great if I would have said that. If you had said what? That was you. Oh, oh that was no. you. Oh, I get it. Oh, that was you. Oh no, <laughs> I had no idea. Now you know my deep dark secret, Anthony. Tell no one. Oh my god. Yeah, except for you know our 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 one podcast listener. <laughs> Actually, speaking of one podcast listener, our numbers went through the roof. Yeah, we're super cool now. It's like ridiculous. Right? I don't know what happened. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is fantastic. It's nice to have lots of listeners. I mean, we're averaging a hundred listens an episode now. That's nuts. Thank you. Dude. What was you that? Are, you guys are enjoying to listen to. We can't help it. Yeah. I I I think it's great. It's it's nice. It's I never expected more than our friends to listen. So thanks so much. It's really cool. I still have friends that don't listen. Terrible friends. I have bad friends. I have friends that don't listen to. I don't care. That's fine. Okay. Not everybody is into podcasts. That's true. It's not it's not a big thing for everyone. I don't know why I got so into podcasts. I, I don't understand it, but I just love listening to people talk for some weird reason. I've been into them since they were new. Oh, hipster Brian over here. I've been into podcasts before yeah, they I, I don't mean that. It's just that I, I've discovered them. I had an iPod, you know, back in the day when you could really only listen to them if you had an iPod. Yes. Yeah. And... I needed something to distract me at work because in my old work, my um, the technicians who work with me's office was a closet directly behind my office. So they would have super nerdy conversations while I was trying to work and they were working. It wasn't disrupting their work. So I couldn't really say anything. So I had to come up with ways to make it not disrupt mine. Because it was helping them work and I didn't want to screw that up. So I started listening to podcasts while working to drown them out. And it totally worked. And I got hooked on them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, it was probably mostly business-related stuff. So nothing really worth sharing. Lots of boring podcasts. Oh, I did listen to The Art of Zen for a while. That was cool. That was like guided meditation stuff. I liked that. I don't I think that it. specific podcast is around anymore. But I liked guided meditation podcasts. I like the meditation podcasts. They're awesome, especially when I need to go to bed. I have no problem going to bed. I, I have this weird ability that I know a lot of people are jealous of that I just can I, I don't have problems falling asleep. I just I just fall asleep and I, I can pretty much sleep anywhere. I don't generally have any trouble falling asleep. I have trouble getting to bed. I can understand that one. Yeah, it turns into a problem sometime. Uh, yeah, because you want to do all these things. Have any of you heard of Pisa's? Pieces? Pieces. No. It's a phone app that plays help you go to sleep words and music. Mm. It plays very gentle music and it says things like, you can listen to the sound of my voice or you can let it drain into the background while you slowly go to sleep. Feel your entire body relaxing as you listen to the sound of this music or you can just let it let it drift away as you float along. Wow. So like AMR? No. Sounds- you mean ASMR? Oh, yes, ASMR, ASMR, yeah. I Okay, fine, fine. We're going to do this. Let's do this. I, I, I listen to ASMR sometimes. Do you really? I do. That's I fun. find it very relaxing. 
I, you know, I'm going to say this out to the haters of people say it's weird or they think it's sexual or anything. If it works for you, it's really relaxing and ASMR doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. You got to get some nice headphones and there's lots of different ASMRs. There's lots of different ones. So, okay. So for the people who don't know, let me explain. I'm talking about it like everybody knows what it is. So ASMR, I don't know what it stands for. Does anybody here know what it stands for? Oh, God. Uh, Audio sensory. Meridian response. There we go. Yeah. So ASMR are people making sounds in a low voice. They're like talking in a whispery voice. I don't have a good enough mic to actually do it. It's autonomous sensory, not audio, but autonomous sensory sensory Uh. meridian response. So it's you're talking in a very whispery or sometimes a throaty voice or they're playing sounds like okay. yeah like brushes brushing on the microphone or, or flipping a book like pages of a book sometimes yes. it's lip smacking sounds and stuff like that and what what it does is it for some people it causes a mental trigger where they get like a tingle and it feels like you're getting a scalp massage and it doesn't work for everybody. And I, I will fully admit that the first time I heard of it, I thought it was a little strange. I assumed it was pornographic, that it was like some weird kinky thing. And I was like, I was, ha- I was camping and I was having trouble sleeping and I had YouTube in front of me and there was a thing about ASMR and I said, I'll try one. And the video was a very, very good microphone where it was a girl brushing the microphones they were left and right microphones with a with different gauges of brush and the way it felt with headphones on it was like someone was brushing your ear and i passed out i felt right to sleep i was it it was like super relaxing one of the ways i've described it to friends is um even if you don't get the scalp tingle it's kind of like going back to your childhood when you had somebody sitting at the edge of your bed reading very quietly to you to help you wind down at the end of the day and putting you to bed that way. Um, I think that's part of what happens is we we're hitting the same registers that we used to hear as children that meant it's time to calm down. It's time to go to sleep. Now, there are lots of different kinds of ASMRs that have no effect on me whatsoever. And I think they're kind of odd. But like I said, people are so different that there's a variation of what affects people. And I, I think yeah. it's totally cool. Now, all that being said, there is such a thing as ASMR, ASMR erotica. <laughs> yeah. That is perfectly okay, too. And if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. And if it's your thing, it's your thing. I didn't know the erotica part existed. I knew the ASMR stuff existed. I was watching a video on ASMR the other day, and they brought it up. And I was like, that's neat. <laughs> that was my exact <laughs> reaction. I was like, that's neat that that exists. Yeah. And I did check it out. I listened to a couple to see what they were like. And... They were actually kind of tame. I mean, I'm sure there's there's ones that we would think are dirtier out there, but the ones that were on YouTube were kind of tame. They were like, well, yeah, it's YouTube. They were like boyfriend yeah. experience and girlfriend experience type stuff. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It was like if you're not feeling good and you're laying down and your girlfriend is whispering stuff to you or your boyfriend is whispering stuff to you, and they had them for all sexual orientations. That's nice. Yeah, I thought it was kind of neat. I thought it was kind of neat that that exists, that people are actually making the effort to create that kind of content. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if you made a career out of that? No. Like, what do you do? <laughs> but 
I do know that I am a YouTuber. Oh, what kind of YouTuber? I do ASMR erotica. You do what? <laughs> it's sort of like, what do you do for a living? I'm a dominatrix. You know, it's that same conversation, right? Probably. Okay. You know, when someone has an, a, a job that's not considered normal or just kind of an odd thing that people don't expect. What do you do for a living? I'm a sex therapist. I mean, that still gets raised eyebrows when people say that. And that's a perfectly normal job, you know? That, that seems really, I, I don't know. If somebody told me they were a sex therapist, I would not raise an eyebrow. I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, that just sounds very, like, I don't know. I almost put that in, like, league with, like, every other job just because I'm like, oh, well, that's an obviously very needed job. And Well, um, we are out of time for bringing up random topics. So yeah. let's bring up, bring up random things we plan, we're, we're working on and planning on doing. This is the tricky part because we're, recording this episode in the middle of March and it's not going up to the middle of April. So let's hope we come up with things that are, that are um, not dated. <laughs> can we even do it? I think we can do it. I believe in us. What do you got? I got, I got, I got one for sure. All right. You go first, Anthony. So, um, yeah, going through a lot of stuff with the family right now. So I haven't been able to do a lot of the nerdy things I've been wanting to do. But, like, I have these two unopened boxes of 40K miniatures that I need to open up and put together and paint. And I'd really like to be able to go back out to the hobby shop and try to get some games in. So hopefully between now and then, I'll find the time somehow between work and the baby to do that. So if you've been listening to our episodes and Anthony has already gotten them out and painted, it's because we're recording this episode early. <laughs> <laughs> And we're not going to try to fi- we're not going to try to make it seem like it's in order. We're just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just going to be like, oh, I already saw the pictures of those things. Okay, Alice, you're not always you're not normally on our show, so you can share whatever the fuck you want. Yay! I actually <laughs> have one that's um, pretty far out too because I think it takes place in June. I am doing once a month doing a, a larger than I'm used to canvas in preparation for the plain air at the fair event, which will be my second year going out to do plain air painting at the fair. Oh, that sounds cool. It's fun. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, that does sound like a lot of fun. We get free parking and free access to the fair, and we turn in our canvases, and they are put up on display for the rest of the fair. And there will be three prizes awarded, which usually go to highly skilled professionals that live in the area. So I am not even considering trying to win, but the fact that my art is going to be up with these other people is, has me really excited. I'm going to say a really generic one. I'm planning a new campaign for Pathfinder. Um, I'm, I know by now we're not actually playing it yet, so I can share this now. <laughs> I've just noted. So I don't bring it up a whole bunch of times before this episode comes out. So the last game we did was very epic and cosmic and characters dealing with gods and stuff. This game is going to be real down to earth. We're probably going to end around between 8th and 10th level. It's not going to go into super high levels. But the concept is is that the players are playing bounty hunters. And we're using an old school hexploration method of setting up the game. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make hex grids and put them over the map. And the players can go, we're going to go explore this part of the map. And I've already planned what's in that hex. So they can go like, we're going to go to this hex. And I already know what's there. 
and they have an encounter. And because it's because it's all planned out, something way too powerful for them could be in that hex. So it'll be more realistic. I like it. Like you could run into a cave bear at first level. It's sort of like um, the old RPGs in in um, and on like the Nintendo where like if you were like Dragon Warrior where you're wandering around and you go to a bad area and you're like you have to run away. Mm-hmm. They're playing elves in an elven kingdom. So that's new to me. That's something that I'm actually doing a little research to make sure that I write it correctly. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Want to give it the real feel of, you know, everybody's everybody's been around for a hundred or more years and they're that people who live short lives are are unusual and alien and you know when they meet humans in the game it'll be the first time they ever met humans oh wow that'd be so cool and i'll just be like wait you only lived to be 50 what there's a neat thing about the pathfinder game that if you if you play an elf that grew up around humans they tend to be depressed well yeah all their friends and family are dying well they're still in their adolescence when their friends die oh Oh, wow yeah that changes everything yeah And they look young. I mean, they're in their adolescence when they're 80, because starting age for an elf is 125, 150. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah, isn't that cool? (laughs) You just blew my mind. That's sad, actually. (laughs) I I was trying to think, what did I read the other day that I thought was really cool was, um, if you want to know what it's like to be an elf, think of how our pets view us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw the thing where it, it was uh it was like, oh, could you imagine writing a story from the place of a dog looking at us as like these ancient elven creatures? Yeah, the immortal beings and the w- one of the dogs was like, I have the privilege about being one where he's near the end of his life. It is so sad to see this ancient noble creature go through such pain. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it I guess that's the way if you're going to play an elf you think about you would think about humans like humans think of dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of have to. It makes romantic relationships in fantasy games even more sad. Oh God, yes. Because there are half elves. Jeez, yeah. Imagine that. Fuck. So, shout outs and contact information, Alice. If anybody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do it? Twitter, or anything, or if you don't want to share, you don't have. To. Uh, my Twitter is tag chirp. T-A-G-C-H-I-R-P. My um, Facebook is... I'm, I'm easiest to find on Facebook as The Painted Bunny. Um, you'll know it's me because I will generally not be participating on it. <laughs> now, we've shared, your, we've shared your page on the... You, you should participate on it a lot because we've shared your page on the, on the Nerd Podcast Radio page and you have some amazing artwork on there. Oh, thank you. Yes, you do. It, the reason I haven't been participating lately is because my studio is still in boxes from the flooding that we had do you oh yeah that was bad that was bad do you have anybody you want to plug hmm god damn other than yourself there was something i was forgetting (laughs) odin definitely odin yes he's (laughs) he's coming back in when like july or june or something Mm -hmm. around that time yeah. yeah we we scheduled him way out we're making him the real regular (laughs) <laughs> awesome. I am so glad that he had fun with you guys and that you guys really hit it off. Uh, it was so cool. Thank you so much for putting us in touch with him. I just want to, I already shout out the station wagon. Um, you can find out about them on wagonpod.com. I never do this and I've been meaning to. You can find me on Facebook on Brian Darnell Photography. 
Yes. Yes. That's I never right, plugged yeah. myself. I was reminded Beautiful. of this the other day. Um, yeah, I, I I go through spurts. So while I'm working, I don't post a lot of photos. And then when I finish working on a bunch of projects, I will post every day. So there's tons of photos on there. And I do put new contact, but I go in like monthly spurts where there'll be a week period where there'll just be huge amounts of content going up. But I don't do I don't do daily content. I can't work that way because it's real. It's I have to work real hard on getting my content done. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, and it's hard if it's not like your day job to find time to do that every day. Yeah, it is. Uh, Especially when my day job is multiple things because I'm a freelance worker. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it can be crazy. And as usual, I'm going to shout out to Supernatural Road So Far podcast, mostly because that's how I met Alice. So you guys are awesome. And by now, I'm probably on that show. (gasps) Oh, that's Right. Yep. By this time. Yeah. So, yeah, check out me on Supernatural Road So Far Podcast. I'm going to be on there a little while while one of the um, one of the hosts is traveling. So that'll be neat. I'm we're really looking forward to working with, with Sam on Supernatural Road So Far Podcast. I'm probably doing it already. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that'll be really cool. We're, we're really excited about that. I get to talk about the new episodes. I love doing that. Anthony, you have any plugs? Uh, not this week. Not that I'm aware of. How's Sid Alpha's things going on? Do you have you been keeping up? Yeah, um, his the the first DMCA got dropped, obviously, because they had nothing to go up against. And then he got hit with another one. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, if he gets hit with a third one, he'll lose his channel. The um, oh that that sucks that that happens because it's so yep. easy for them to do it. Yep, yeah, three strikes, you're out. You can you can petition YouTube to get your channel back, but I mean you know it's up to YouTube and it's a it's a lengthy, very complicated, annoying process. Alice, I actually thought of a plug for you, a really good one. No. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned Gishwas earlier. What is that? Oh, I like Gishwas because I know what it is. I I wanted you to bring it up. Which one of us? I'm talking about Alice. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, Gishwas is uh, Misha Collins. Um, little brainchild it's oh god okay i know this one i'm looking it up greatest international scavenger hunt the world has ever seen yes yes i am going to be participating in my second year um with the mega coven the group of people that you so innocently put together and have become an absolute (laughs) bunch of psychos i knew it was gonna happen (laughs) This will be my first year participating because Alice and I are going to be on a team together. Yay! That is not what I thought a gish was. I was thinking, you know, melee spellcaster. <laughs> <laughs> gish is a melee spellcaster. Gish Wes is the greatest international scavenger hunt the world has ever seen. Oh, I missed the Wes part. Okay. It is created by Misha Collins and it is Random Acts is the charity it donates to? Yes. Random act. And we're doing it to participate, but the winner of the 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 winner gets like a giant prize. It's like ridiculous. Last year it was your entire team goes to Iceland with Misha Collins. What? Yup. Yes. You get to go to Iceland what? with Castiel. Yes, for like a week. It was amazing. And they sent out film of the, the group oh hanging out with him. This sounds amazing. Good yeah. luck, guys. It's yeah, um, we got 15 people on our team. You need 15 people for a team. And I don't really know what to expect. 
Oh, it's fun and confusing and stressful. Well, what it, was, it's a week of pulling your hair out. One year, one year, what was it last year? Somebody had to make a lute out of lutefisk. That was a previous year. Yeah. Oh, oh God. I yeah. I think it was a previous year. Yeah. A lute and you out of don't lutefisk. just make a lute out of lutefisk. You have to play it. Yes. It had to be it, a playable I, lute made out yes. of lutefisk. Yes. It had to be a lutefisk. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yes. And some of it is really, you know, low, low stress. Like um, last year, one of the parts that I participated in was making um, six-year-old autistic boys some uh, handcrafted birthday cards and sending them out. Oh, yeah. A lot good. of the things are charity related and ran- and random acts of kindness related. Like I-, I think people have made cookies for nursing homes and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you'll have the really weird like dressed Victorian and playing a string quartet to a cow that's being milked. I really hope there's something karaoke. <laughs> I really hope there's something karaoke related because I, I, as far as talents go, I can sing. So there you go. Really hoping there's something karaoke related. I mean, I'll sing anything, but I, I, I really like karaoke. So I haven't done it in a while. I need to go. All right. That I'm, I'm trailing off. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us, Alice. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome to come back. If we have to do if we have to do a weird off schedule one, we'll definitely ask you because I knew you could probably pull this time off when I asked you. Oh hell yeah. I'm always up till three AM unless I, you know, specifically tell myself to go to bed. That was a lot of fun, Alice. It was, it was really enjoyable talking to you. So today we didn't really have a topic and unfortunately I can't remember everything we talked about, so it's hard for me to rehash because we were all over the board today, and it was amazing. Today was brain spilling. Yes, we actually talked about ASMR in the same topic that we talked about murder. Yes. (laughs) It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yes, it's nice to do this every once in a while. I I wonder wonder if there's a um, murder ASMR. Oh, like the the murder experience? If there really? isn't one, I'm gonna make it. Yes, oh, dude. Oh, yes. awesome. I I I I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that could get me in trouble. I don't want to make something creepy. Yes, you maybe. Do. I don't know how to put anonymous things up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unfriended. Oh yeah, you were gonna bring up unfriended. So unfriended. real quick before we close, what yes. I haven't seen it, Anthony. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen anything. It's. I think an independent movie, it's very well done as far as what they were working with. It takes place entirely over Skype and um, a recording that was taken, like a video recording. The thing is, it builds the tension and the fear so much that when you guys called me over Skype, I actually looked around my room going, oh, God, it's coming to get me. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch it recently? I watched it a year ago. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, It's it's similar to how I was after I saw The Ring. The Ring got me really good. Oh, yes. I have to see that. You know what? When I saw the commercial, it looked lame. It does look lame. But, you know, and it starts a little lame. But the longer you go, the more that the sound of the Skype call builds a fear in you. Oh, man. Well, you know what? I'm on Skype every week. So and for work, I'm on Skype a lot. So maybe it would be scarier for me than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. And you have a blank. You have a blank. um, No picture Skype profile, which is similar to the movie. So, yeah. 
maybe I'm the one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for coming. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. I have been your host, Super Vegan Brian, and I was here along with Hindu Anthony. Yes, you were. Goodbye. And Alice Mayfair, a.k.a. Nightville Bunny, a.k.a. The Painted Bunny. So this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome! (laughs) I I don't know. No one's telling me to cut Anthony off, so I don't know what to do.